Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by my ever-wonderful co-host Nathan, and today we're going to be discussing uh, the upcoming E3 conference. Convention ting. I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> the E3? <laughs> we're going to be discussing the E3 and what we'd love to see from it uh, coming up. So, yeah. Let's jump into it. How are you doing, Nate? You good? Oh, I'm good. I can't wait to talk to these kids about the E3s. <laughs> the <back> E3! <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like such an old person. Like, oh, hey there, fellow kids. Are you excited for the E3s? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, E3 was uh, gonna be uh like people were doubting whether it's actually gonna go ahead uh, like for the few years now people are like oh I'll actually is e3 actually gonna get ahead at all even despite covid stuff and yeah it's back again so i mean it's not hard to see why it does feel like that one you know the singular traitor especially after everyone else is seemingly like they do their own thing yeah but it feels strange not to you know what i mean mm. like e3 was such a big thing for so long so and like companies do still bring out their like some of their biggest games around there, some of their biggest announcements so again it's because people are used to that summer announcement block you know yeah it's a great way to do it like you have like nintendo directs and state of plays and stuff yeah and even like what was it dragon quest and sonic had their like announcements recently as well yeah ev everyone's jumped on that like nintendo direct style uh live stream or video announcement but there's still something about like e3 i guess not e3 itself but you know like the fact that companies do that summer announcement that still gets you excited it's the hype in it it's the hype around it. it feels like a celebration of gaming in general yeah anyway let's jump into it what do we want to see at e3 i'll let you go first nathan what is what is the one thing right now you're like really hyped about um i've i've noted down a fair few things so um mm -hmm. i guess i'll run down xbox because you're not really <laughs> you're not really an <laughs> xbox guy anymore so i'll quick disclaimer before we get into this like nathan's got like a whole bunch of things covered where me i'm gonna probably go focus more on nintendo stuff <laughs> just like a quick disclaimer but like if you had to put us in a box right i'm mr average gamer i'm mr gamer right i play everything <laughs> and pepe's mr nintendo yeah <laughs> exactly it's easy spot on but yeah nathan go on crack on xbox with xbox i'm really really hopeful that we see something from the bethesda side because they just acquired them and it went through like solid this year and they came out and said like they've sort of flip-flopped a little bit we're not quite sure if it these will be or won't be exclusives but i want to see starfield they're like rpg type game that's going to be in space Ooh, okay because bethesda have made some amazing games fallout or the next i want to see older uh, elder scrolls 6 as well because they announced that a few years back and we haven't seen or heard anything since because they're like oh yeah we're working on it but give us time so i want to see those two because i love those kind of series you know like the open world like rpgs and i just want to see what bethesda could do in space and everyone by this point has played it some form of skyrim because it's on everything probably even on people's toasters and fridges <laughs> so elder scrolls 6 is you know it's pretty self-explanatory i just want to be like another like adventurer in this fantasy medieval world that is what it is starfield in space that, that sounds cool i also want to see hopefully i want to hear something of the next forza horizon horizon 5 oh yeah that would be amazing because i love that series but also from the same developers turn 10 also are the people in charge of the reboot of fable 
Ah, uh, yeah, okay. There's a lot of hype behind that. Dude, we had so much fun playing like Fable 2 and 3 back in the day <laughs> on the 360. Yeah. So I'm like really, really hyped for this new one. Um, they All they've I've seen is like the one trailer they put out and that already looked really good. I don't I don't think it was in-engine, but like either way. That's when they announced the series. Sorry, go. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's when they like, uh, I think that was the first rumblings we actually saw or heard of anything. Like it was a solid, yes, we are actually doing Fable. Yeah, that was like the only announcement of the Series X, weren't it? Because that's when they were like just literally going through all these games and then they ended it with Fable. That's what I remember. So like that's like, that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm understanding the hype between like that, the uh, fucking Skyrim 6 as well. Skyrim 6? Sorry, fucking Elder Scrolls 6. You, you can tell how, it, how much I'm a fan of these series. <laughs> yeah, if you've never played an Elder Scrolls, pretty much all you really do know is Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Skyrim's become like ubiquitous. Like everyone knows Skyrim, but they don't actually know it's an Elder Scrolls game. That's exactly how I felt. I don't think I realized that until like way further down, like at least two years into its release. There was actually a series like <laughs> and that. But I had no I have no knowledge of this thing. So like that's why you're the uh, Xbox guy here. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, the one thing all Xbox people are waiting for, the next Halo, Halo Infinite. Ah, uh, of course, yeah. We've seen some stuff, they said they're fixing it, they said they've heard us about the graphics, <laughs> so now I want to see what has actually been done, mm. because, like, come on, you play an Xbox, you're probably going to play Halo. It is the Xbox series, so I can't wait. I mean, there's a lot of hype behind it. Like, it's understandable, too. Like, I can't say too much, again, because I'm not a massive Xbox guy. But yeah, like it's it's your Halos, your Elder Scrolls, and your Fable, which I think is going to bring the hype behind people. Um, Off of what you're saying about Forza, like, um, do they actually do mainline Forza games anymore, or is it literally just Horizon? No, they, yeah, they still do. They still do motorsport. It, it really is split between those who really are into motorsport. They want the precision racing, they want the tracks. Mm -hmm. And then people like me who are like, I like Forza, the tracks get a bit like mundane i want the big open world the exploring the like slightly more uh relaxed feel it's still simulation racing but you know you're on the streets you can race in the forests mm. there are three you in australia so you know you are racing on like beaches and stuff and four <laughs> was set in in uh england or more, mostly Scotland. So, like, you were, like, driving through, like, snowy forests and stuff. Like, it was really cool. So, I'm really, really excited for the potential of what Forza Horizon 5 could be. Because they always, like, make a bigger map. Or, like, they make it feel bigger. And Forza Horizon 4, I recently just jumped back on that. And they added way more content. Loads and loads of content. So, I'm really excited for what potentially could be. The thing I remember most about uh, the Forza Horizon games when I played them was... Uh... Um, I don't know if it still is a big deal or not, but I absolutely love the music selection in those games. Like it just felt like it, like it wasn't like um, like typical game music or whatever. It was actually artists that were on there, and like it actually felt like it felt really good listening to those songs, just like driving through, cruising through the next like potential race or whatever. Like, I absolutely love those games, like, and it's such a good vibe to them. Yeah, it it's uh, it still is like that. It really the music does still make you feel like well, like they call it the Horizon Festival. So it it does feel like it's a festival the whole way through. That's it. Yeah, the seasons change from four so whilst you're driving around you do a certain amount of races or something or each month or something it changes 
So you're driving winter, you know, you'll see all four seasons and the environment changes according to whatever season it is. So the festival feels even cooler. It's a shame that I don't have an Xbox anymore because I, for me, like it, it just doesn't feel worth the money to me. But if I could, if I could have any game off of Xbox, it would be Forza Horizons. Like I absolutely love those games. I do miss them, but uh, and I just have to like maybe like come around your house, Nathan, and just play them. <laughs> probably, yeah, <laughs> you probably would have to because right now the Games Pass is the best thing that Microsoft have ever done. They make it super worth it. But you still do need an Xbox or a decent PC to to play the game, and you know these things aren't cheap. So, uh, did you want to go through Sony stuff as well? <laughs> you, you you just want me to go through my list until I hit Nintendo, like. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like <laughs> I mean we could go through like. Either way, if we go back and forth, it's going to be back to me, and I'm going to say Nintendo, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's going to go back to some, like because let's let's do it that way. All right, I'll, I'll I'll continue then. So with Sony, the first thing I have on my list is Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, the Yakuza spin-off series. Really hyped for that because the first one was so fun. The old Yakuza games, like Kiryu was a brawler. He was like, it looked cool when he was fighting, but like in Judgment, your character, he actually knows Kung Fu, like proper martial arts. So like he's more stylized and the flow of combat is just really cool. So I'm just really excited that we're getting another Judgment. And also they announced recently the Sega thingy. I can't remember when they did that. I think a couple of weeks ago, um, that Judgment is now what the old Yakuza games were. So Judgment is going to be the series that continues that like faster paced action fighting series. Whereas the mainline Yakuza games are going to stick to the turn-based RPG because it's following Ichiban. So I'm I'm down for both, but I don't think we'll see anything from another, like the next mainline one yet. I don't think we'll see the sequel to Like a Dragon yet. Oh no. Um probably next year. Uh but yeah, Lost Judgment. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be back and fucking like fly kicking people in the head. <laughs> like um with Judgment, did it like I have a couple questions about it. Uh one like is it very similar style to the Yakuza games like cuz I remember like the Yakuza games had like a certain amount of humor in them as well. Like it's still a uh you know a Ryuga Gotoku studio game so it does still have like weird side quests and mini games but because judgment is focused on i don't want to say like heavier topics but like it's a little more serious because you're a, a pi so you're invest you tend to investigate things like murders and stuff you know so like as much as it's still got that sort of like yakuza flavor you know like the sense of humor the balance is a little more skewed to what from what i remember like the actual serious story because again if you're investigating things like murders it's kind of a bit weird that you're then like huh i need to do the uh bowling mini game so i can unlock the chicken manager <laughs> yeah yeah it's a different vibe but that's understandable like, if, like that's the thing because it's so it is a spin-off isn't it at the time when it was released it was a spin-off but like and my next question was um did judgment sell when it first released did it sell as well as like a typical yakuza game i think it did sell quite well i think it did at the very least because it got a sequel it must have done as good 
as a regular mainline title. Yeah. Especially after they've been like re-releasing them. So like reintroducing it to a, a new audience, like a new generation of people. Yeah, I think it did pretty well. And it was really well received because it still had the feel of a Yakuza game, but they really, really emphasized and you felt in the game that you was a completely different character. You just happened to exist in the same world. That's fair. I'm like, I do remember like when we were in uh, Japan, like uh, ages ago, 2019, um, like th- there was a, there was a certain amount of hype behind judgment when we were there. Obviously it's Japan. It's a different like topic. Cause obviously those games are going to do amazing there anyway. But um, like, I do remember there was a lot of hype behind that game when we were out there. Yeah. And as someone who's played it, I finished it like it is really, really good. It is still Yakuza as you remember it, but like it's a completely different vibe at the same time as well. Yeah. So I would definitely if you like the Yakuza series, I would definitely give Judgment a try if you haven't. Moving on from that, though, a slightly lesser, at least for me, I, I still haven't finished the first one, but um, I am excited to see more from Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. So the sequel to the, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because that game was beautiful and it played really well i just for whatever reason haven't finished the first one um so uh i'm not as hyped for the second one just yet but give it time i'm also really excited about i want to see more from that sifu game it was announced that the state of play earlier this year yeah and it's like i think it's made by the same people who made absolver which was like this MMO Kung Fu game. Okay, yeah. But in Sifu, apparently every time you die, your character ages, which <laughs> means you can only like die so many times in combat. Wow. Before you basically have to start again because your character is going to die. He, how, Depending on how rapidly, you might only have like five deaths or whatever. I have no idea. Jeez, okay. That sounds like a quick... Because I literally know nothing about this game. This is the first I've heard about it. Yeah, like they they released one trailer, like, but that trailer got me so hyped. It's a martial arts game, so it's focused more on its combat, which in Absolver was already pretty clean. Um, so this one should be an even more refined. Um, but apparently with age as well, like, so if you die, apparently your character does become more refined in his martial arts wow. as well because like time has passed. So it's kind of one of those like. I guess like a risk reward thing, you know, like do you let yourself die so you, your character gets better at martial arts, <laughs> but you might also lose all your progress in this, the game and have to start again? Jeez. Or do you just try to be as good as you can be like from the start, but you're like still you don't have as many skills? You know what I mean? Like it sounds like a really cool concept. No, I love the sound of that. That sounds like a really fun game. It sounds like uh, something I'd pick up if it was on Nintendo. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, it's going to be on PlayStation and it's like, yeah, I have a PlayStation to be fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could, I think it's coming out on PS4 as well. Yeah. And they haven't said anything, but could you imagine a game like that? If you had multiplayer, that would be sick. Yeah, man. I'm always about multiplayer. That's the thing as well. Like, I, could you, could you imagine like you and me doing that, like a two player co-op or something like a 3D beat em up kind of thing? That could be really cool. I'd be hyped for that. That sounds quite cool. Mm. yeah i want I'm, I'm interested to hear more about that they didn't say anything about it like multiplayer that's just conjecture for me you know that but um you should de- i'll i'll look up the trailer or something and i'll send it to you but you should look up that trailer that they put out before pepe it was really cool 
100%, yeah. I will, definitely. And last but not least, from Sony, I want to see God of War Ragnarok. The new God of War. I don't want to say, like, revamp, but um, the last God of War was amazing. I, I didn't really have any expectations of it, but, like, God of War games have been really fun and really cool, like, the whole time, and the last one was super good. So I'm really hyped for the next one. Like, the, the next one is the reason why I'm waited to get a PS5 because I was like, there's no way I'm I'm playing that on PS4 if it does. I, I want to experience it. It's like best. Yeah. So God of War Ragnarok for sure. Nice. Yeah. There's a, like there's a lot of hype behind that. I feel like that's like Sony's like biggest game right now. I feel. Yeah. They came out punching and super super hard. Like they came out hard with God of War. So everyone is hyped. Anyone who played it, I rarely have seen a bad review. Yeah. I think if like if Sony would get end on any game this year for E3, like just like, end their presentation, it's gonna be God of War. I think. Now they will like they will do like massive trailer or something around it yeah that's where the hype's gonna be that's that's the, that's the one that's gonna end their presentation in my opinion unless they announce something like absolutely mad and saying that like, this is gonna come out in a couple years or whatever like some random announcement no one's ever expecting i think the only way they could top that is if it was like hey you know miles morales well we're making this actual sequel to spider-man or they were like you remember uh ghost of tsushima well look at ghosts too you know what i mean like something like that Ooh, yeah yeah of that level is it would ha like you said it'd have to be big because god of war is like a beat drop you know like that's like a mic drop like i'm done but again like something of those calibers would also be the only things i would accept to top god of war because i feel like they're on the same level <laughs> that's when they released to end the presentation playstation all-stars 2 <laughs> Or, you know, like, Parappa the Rapper 3. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Parappa the Rapper would probably get more hype than PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> PlayStation All-Stars is just like, nah, it tried. Let's see, what else can I go through? Uh... <laughs> um, should we go for Square Enix? Yeah, I, w I do have that on here. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to discuss that because some of them could technically be Nintendo, but... I think we're slowly getting into more Nintendo territory. So we've, we've done like the, Playsta the PlayStation, the Xbox. Now we're getting to Square Enix where there's more possibility of it being on a Nintendo console. So I'm getting more <laughs> into my element. <laughs> but, um... All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, what I really want to see from Square Enix is um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. I want to see more of that. I know we've got like little bits of it here and there, but like I really do want to see more on that. We didn't even really. We, all we saw was the, uh, what's it, Integrate, the Ufeed DLC. That's all we've seen so far. We don't, we haven't heard anything about part two. And yeah. I'm super hyped now because I literally just finished Final Fantasy Remake recently because we got that free for PlayStation Plus last month. Like I'm with you on that completely. I'm I'm super into it. Did you, have you played any of the remake? See, the, the thing is, the only reason why I haven't played the remake yet, even though we have had it on free for PS Plus, is that I'm still making my way through the original number seven. Controversial opinion, just drop the original. Really? I also played some of the original. Just drop the original. Just go for the remake. Okay. I had way more fun playing the remake, and the remake is beautiful, and it's cooler, and you have it free on PlayStation 4, so you've got no excuse. Yeah, okay. Drop the original, seriously. That's my hot take. No, I think that's it, because like I, I did really get into playing the original. I think I must have got like a fifth of the way through it. 
But then like other games came out and it was around December, so there's other things going on around then. No, yeah, seriously. The graphics are so like obviously so different. And the gameplay is so like way different enough. Like it is a completely new game, but you will still sort of get the original story. It's just slightly different. There's a few things here and there, but like seriously, just drop the original Pepe. Fair, fair. Okay, yeah, that's all um I'll definitely because I played a demo for Final Fantasy VII when that first came out. So yeah, I'll definitely pick it up then. You won't regret it. Trust me. It was such a good game. Um, is there anything else I want to see from Square? I'd, um, I'd love to hear more about Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I have that noted down too. I didn't play the demo though. <laughs> I haven't played the demo either. That's the thing. Like, I, The thing is, I, like, the, the reason why I haven't picked up any of this stuff is because like, I'm still heavily invested in Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I've got to finish that too. I've got to finish that. Uh, but then... Well, the triangle strategy looks great. There's like a whole like different dimension. It's so much different to Octopath. But then another thing I have uh, down as well, even though they literally show gameplay of it like um, like last week, uh, it's um, Dragon Quest Three the remake. I thought you'd say that. I absolutely like it's the exact same like art style as uh, the Octopath and Triangle Strategy games, and like it's in the Dragon Quest style there. So like when it goes into the battles, it does the whole thing, and I'm really looking forward to that. Like I picked up Number Three a couple years ago, um, like when it came out on the Switch, just a remaster, uh, and like it is a really good game. It's just that like I, I dropped off at one point, and I couldn't get back into it. That's the problem. Like I, like the moment I put it down, I was like. Oh. Did you feel like it it was showing its age or something? Yeah, there's certain bits of it where like it's the grinding of it as well. I know like I know grinding is an integral part of JRPGs regardless. Like I just didn't know where I was in the story, like where I left off. It just felt like I know what's going on. And obviously it's an old game, it's not gonna remind you of these things. Um, but like I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Like I doubt I doubt we will get any news from it in uh, Square Enix's E3. Along the same lines because it's the same franchise i've noted down i want to see more or hear at least about the offline version of dragon quest 10 that they announced yeah um i don't think they announced uh any plans to localize it to the west yet but the possibility is still there and again we didn't get 10 because it was the mmo but if they're making an offline version i'd be interested in that 100 percent same yeah and I know they just, in the same presentation Pepe was talking about, just announced Dragon Quest Twelve, but I didn't watch the thing, I just read about the announcement. So I'm hoping that maybe by E3 there's some sort of trailer. Like, they held off because, you know, E3 is coming up. I hope there's some sort of trailer. I know we're probably not going to hear or see this game probably at least for another year because, you know... It's just been announced, isn't it? Yeah, like they've probably been working on this since Dragon Quest Eleven came out. So it's probably nearer to the end of its development. But again, we're probably... Uh, that's my conjecture again. They could have just started this like this year or last year. So we might not see this for a few years. Who knows? But I want to see more about Dragon Quest Twelve because Eleven was really good. I finished that this year as well. But I haven't actually played Eleven. I played a demo of Eleven. I was a bit sceptical of it. Um, so... I really, really enjoyed Eleven. Give that a go whenever you have the chance as well, Pepe. <laughs> just play all. You just told me to play two JRPGs in a row, Nathan. <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'm not saying finish them anytime soon. I'm just saying, you know, at some point, give them a go. They were both very good. I definitely will. I, I love the Dragon Quest series. I think Nine is the one I've... The only one I've completed, actually. 
But I just love the whole aesthetic of them. Like, I'll 100% look into more of them. I mean, I'll look into that 3 remake as well, because um, I really have only played 8 onwards. Yes. So I've played 8, 9, 11. <laughs> we couldn't play 10, yeah. So yeah, you played them on. Yeah. And I've played spin-off games, but yeah, like Dragon Quest for sure. They're solid games. They're an existing franchise for a reason. We're both excited for those. I will just run through real quick the next two like developers and then we'll hit, <laughs> we'll hit up Nintendo. Cool, cool. From Ubisoft, Far Cry 6. They just put out like a gameplay, uh, I think, live stream recently, but like more Far Cry 6. I know that's coming out probably soonish anyway, so we probably won't see much more information about it. But that game looks beautiful and I love Far Cry anyway. I love playing co-op with friends because Far Cry by yourself is already kind of chaotic in the nature that you're normally someone who comes into an environment that has got some sort of power struggle and you're trying to, by this point in the series, you're trying to stop. Mm -hmm. You're trying to go one way or the other. Sometimes you get the option to become the power that ends the struggle or you can join the rebels. Um, so like Far Cry, Far, Far Cry is just fun. It's just a fun, stupid time with friends, <laughs> like running around with guns and like taking down encampments and just running around an environment being having some fun with friends. And then so that's literally it from Ubisoft. Uh, I haven't really been into the latest Assassin's Creed, so uh, it'd be nice to see info about maybe the next one, whatever that is after Valhalla. But um, I haven't played any much of the newer ones, so I'm not going to really harp on about that much uh ea i want to see <laughs> me personally i want to see more sims stuff maybe not sims 4 maybe like an inkling of sims 5 maybe when was sims 4 out that was like ages ago wasn't it? quite a while but they have been saying a lot that there's no plans for a sims 5 but lots of sims 4 um support uh so they just want to keep sims 4 alive and then just keep adding to that basically well like because sims 4 is like pretty modern like it still hasn't really been showing age and they have been supporting it quite a lot so i think sims 4 is probably going to continue for a few more years before we see anything of a sims 5 but i'd still like to see a sims 5 what it could evolve into because from 3 to 4 was quite a jump and then finally from e3 because they uh acquired codemasters which was a big studio known for racing games mm -hmm. i kind of want to see how codemasters might have something to do with like this is again my own like headcanon my own theory but i want to see if codemasters could help um criterion with need for speed i want to see the next need for speed but I i'm kind of interested to see if codemasters might have something like their hands in that a little bit because they're known for racing games and i've not quite enjoyed a lot of criterion need for speeds like criterion were great because they did burnout and those burnouts were fun the Need for Speeds they did sort of felt a little off. And I really enjoyed Need for Speed Heat that we all played together. Yeah, that was fun. I'm really hoping Need for Speed sort of stays on that sort of like Ghost Games uh, vibe. I liked what they were doing with the series, but um, they're not in charge of Need for Speed anymore. They're now a, an engineering studio within ea so uh i yeah i just want to see more need for speed and i'm hoping it keeps the same vibe and roughly the same controls because you know like the driving in heat actually felt pretty good yeah i agree it's, it's very satisfying everything everything about heat was actually really satisfying i enjoyed it yeah minus the fucking police chases which were entirely too aggressive oh god 
<laughs> It'd be the most inconvenient times ever. Like, I know it's like put the point of the game and stuff, but it's just like it just felt so. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Uh, so besides that, Heat was really good. So I'm hoping Need for Speed it stays on that vibe. Um, that's it for EA though. Like I, I don't really play that much EA stuff. Um, and just as a quick like mention, Steam apparently are going to be doing their own thing at e3 which they normally don't do interesting okay and the rumors have been that steam has been developing their own like switch like crossover handheld machine as well i've heard about this yeah yeah so i'm kind of interested to see what that is at e3 as well mm. um but that's all i've got down for steam yeah uh, let's let's hit it up pepe bring us into the big boys okay it's pepe's time to shine <laughs> yeah this is where nate doesn't talk for half an hour <laughs> okay cool go just jump straight into it with nintendo uh i want to see like so much more of uh pokemon legends rcs for one that is like my main thing right now i'm like i really want to see more of this game. they've just recently confirmed that it's coming out in january 28th 2022 so that's great like we've got an announcement for that we've also got diamond and pearl coming out the month before or like november 19th that is so a little bit before, which literally means for me and most likely you as well. I don't know if you are planning to pick up the game or not. I definitely am. We've said it before on previous episodes. I'll bitch and moan and I'll complain, but I still put the money down. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it just means that Thrift Diamond and Pearl will pick up for two months and then be like, cool, done with that. Moving on to this next Pokemon game. It probably won't take more than two months to finish anyway. You'll probably I'll probably be done within a month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we take like we we usually blast through those Pokemon games quite quickly, like within like a week or so. But it's good. I'm looking forward to playing Diamond and Pearl as well, just because I haven't actually played that series in about ten years or so, or that gen. I haven't gone back to that gen at all. Um, I'm excited as well, actually. I'm excited for it, regardless of what people were saying, because I that's the one I have the least experience with. So that'd be nice. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus. I just want to see more about it, like what like hopefully a bit more gameplay okay wait 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 so you've obviously seen the comparisons people have made online right you know oh it's breath of the wild oh yeah what would you do if they were like oh you explore these pokemon shrines i mean i'm gonna be hyped regardless i mean the thing is with breath of the wild too i actually played a bit of it i'm not i didn't get massively into it uh compared to most people oh yeah i forgot about that you're a you're a heretic <laughs> yeah i'm like a, i'm a terrible nintendo fan apologies to everyone but uh <laughs> um i played a bit of it i did enjoy it i did i did really enjoy it but i think other games came across and then i was like, i'd rather play this in breath of the wild nothing against the breath of the wild game i can tell it was great wow but like so that happened and um in terms of how they go about legends i think it's gonna if it, if they're gonna do anything like like you said about pokemon shrines that could be like the equivalent of gyms because we don't know like how far they're going into true i was i was like fucking around meaning like oh you know they <laughs> they're literally like a puzzle shrine yeah like in breath of the wild i didn't actually think oh yeah shrines could technically be gyms yeah and it would still fit the theme yeah you're right damn pepe turn my words against me <laughs> it's i'm interested to see how much they're making it different from a mainline pokemon game because obviously they're doing combat differently um like how far are they going into it are they going to be like it, i imagine it's still going to be a typical pokemon adventure 
But like, well, that's like going around. You want to like catch a legendary Pokemon towards the end of it, delete like some big bad or the champion or whatever, like some revered person. But like, how different are they going to make it? That's what I'm. That's what I'm most excited to see. Because even though, yeah, Diamond and Pearl have been done. They're doing their remake stuff. That's obviously copy and paste Pokemon game gyms, blah blah blah. But like, Game Freak are doing this one, and how different are they going to go about it? Are they actually going to include gym leaders? Are they, is, is there going to be a champion there? Or are you literally just going around catching Pokemon and then, like, you take down God or something like that? Because obviously Arceus is going to be involved somehow. You can't have Arceus on the front cover and not have him in the game. (laughs) You're going to have to stop Oda Nobunaga uh, if you're trying to take Arceus. Oh, wait, I think I played that game already. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, actually, I'd love to see a Conquest 2. I'd love, love, love to see that. I joke, but I'd actually buy that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love Conquest. Conquest was sick. That's an underrated game. Was it underrated? I th- oh man. I think the reason why I say it's underrated is because we never got any heard anything about it afterwards. It was a DS game that came out during the 3DS's life cycle. Oh yeah, that was screwed from the start. That was a wicked game though. Oh, it's fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um. But yeah, I'd love to see another one. Imagine that on the Switch as well. I was just thinking that Conquest 2 on the Switch with like 3D models. Oh my God. I'd love that. Absolutely love that. I think we will see something of it. I think we will. Next Nintendo point I want to bring up is Smash Bros. character. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. We've like, it's been, what was it? We got Pyra and Mithra in, was it March? Yeah, February time? It was around then. Um, so we got them then, and it's been a few months now. It's E3. They're going to reveal a big Smash character. I feel like Steve was meant for E3 last year. Obviously, E3 got cancelled. Um, so that would have been their big reveal then. But what if the big reveal is that these rumours are true and Sakurai comes out and he's like, I'm retiring! Oh, man. <laughs> That's the thing. No one knows what... There's so much like up in the air about Sakurai's retirement right now. I mean, understand if he does retire, fair play. Like this guy's been working on fucking Smash Bros for like how many years now? Like six, more than that, like a decade probably. He deserves a rest, people. Stop. He need this man needs. Don't, don't, don't ask him for anything anymore. <laughs> when you look at Sakurai from the start of Smash for 3DS and Wii U, compared to where he is now, the man is like he's been putting his heart and soul into this. And if you Smash fans disrespect him, man, no, you, you ain't a Smash fan. <laughs> you gotta praise Sakurai for what he's doing, man. He's, he's like gone all out for this game. Poor Sakurai. Every time he appears on camera, he looks more and more like an actual skeleton. <laughs> he's like he's been putting his like health on the line for this game, and like he actually had, didn't he? Like, wasn't that an old article too? Yeah, well, we, he was working, like, seven days a week, and, like, he had to, like, take... The only reason why he took a break is because, like, his, um... Like, he got a frozen shoulder or something, and, like, he literally couldn't actually use his right hand at one point to develop, or something like that. Jesus. Like, that, that that's how much he went in. That's the only reason why he took a break, for his, like, health, because it got so bad. But, like, this man, he's, like... He's gone all out for this game, and I can't wait to see what the last two characters of this pass are. Oh, my God, there's two. He's never going to get a break. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god the poor man there's like loads of people saying it's gonna be crash bandicoot gonna be this character people are hoping for master chief i mean either those are like iconic game characters so i understand them completely i don't think i'd be that hyped about them but it is what it is I'm, i ain't gonna complain i want to see a car 
a car fighter like from uh, what, they, from uh, whatever that was virtua fighter when daytona's just there like just to be like hey we represent xboxes from forza i mean i wouldn't even be mad i'd be like that's that's the thing i love about smash Bros. i want a what the fuck character and if a car came into it i'd be like yo if steve can be in it a car can be in it steve is great i love that character um but yeah that's another thing i'm i reckon we will see i think it's more than likely whether we get the reveal of two characters or not no it'd probably just be one yeah and then they'll remind you that there's still one to go and then sakurai will probably die even more inside <laughs> yeah oh man the reveals looking forward to that and the next big thing i wanted to bring up nathan you and me have had conversations about this before but um it's been good these rumors been going on since the switch came out in 2017 um it's the rumors of a switch pro are we gonna get it i didn't note that down but you are correct i don't know i mean it's been a rumor for so long i'm literally just you know i'll believe it when i see it like literally they come out on stage mic drop switch pro and then trailer like that's when i'll truly believe it because right now i'm it's still people like yeah it's like imminent it's gonna get announced there's all this that and the other i'm like yeah but until it's an actual thing you're just making shit up yeah it's it's exactly that it's like the whole what's her face emily rogers has been coming out saying oh yeah the switch pro is gonna come soon or whatever hell everybody's been saying it yeah like there's the bloomberg reports as well like those have been saying it i'm not gonna get hyped for it because it's not it's nowhere near confirmed that it's actually happening if it does happen it means i have to pick up another fucking switch same <laughs> uh to add to my collection of nintendo consoles that i have um, i mean for me it'd be an upgrade because i'm like well i did upgrade my tv like last year so an upgraded switch wouldn't be too bad if it could output 4k but that's if it can output 4k that is it yeah especially if it has to be handheld as well like it depends like are they gonna go the opposite way of the switch light where this is only a tv thing no i think it would be uh an upgrade to the actual original switch i think it would still be like a hybrid thing but maybe the panel now in handheld is uh 1080p instead of 720 but when in dock has the power for 4k yeah that's like the uh, i think that's like the most realistic situation here yeah because it's still nintendo you know so like it's not going to be like oh if it is true it's not going to come out and be switch pro is like the strongest console out of them all there's no way if they do release this i think this extends the switch's life cycle so much more i don't even technically see why they need to think about extending it the thing is doing fine (laughs) i think that's the problem though i think because it's so it's doing fine right now if nintendo want to operate in the market competitively against the ps5 and the series x but here's the thing though do they need to they've probably got a much larger install base than both of them thanks to the pandemic yeah that's true and like the more people have been buying up switches and switch games because it's the perfect thing for the current situation where you're sort of locked inside but you're not locked inside but you've got nothing else to do sometimes because you kind of can't go outside. So you play games because you used to like playing games and the Switch can be like brought around the house and you can just keep playing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the Switch has got a large enough install base now that updated hardware really will be just for the people who want the hardware, not for the general consumer. And the general consumer, I think the Switch will probably be their last console for quite a while. Mm, I agree. I think it's going to be... 
It's going to be one of those ones where with Nintendo, they have their IPs and that's what their main like selling point is. People just want to play Mario Party. They want to play Animal Crossing. Mario Party? Mario Kart. People want to play Mario Party, but Mario Kart's bigger for sure. Uh, I mean, only if you want to ruin friendships. <laughs> I'd love to see, um, with the Switch Pro, if it does come out, um, I'd love to see a new Mario Kart come with it. Because right now we're living on the second wave of Mario Kart 8. Like, so we've got like the Wii U version basically just ported over. I'd love to see uh, an upgraded Mario Kart with like updated graphics, like some other bits in it. Because the Mario, Part, uh, Mario Kart 8 came out for the Switch pretty quickly in its life cycle. I think it came out... Almost the launch title. Yeah, it was May, it was May 2017. So it was three months after the actual Switch released because they had Breath of the Wild and that's like that main selling point. But yeah, I'd love to see another Mario Kart. Um, I don't know what else they could release on it in terms of Nintendo. There's three I have in mind. Breath of the Wild 2. Literally, that's it, yeah. To mirror the original. And that would definitely sell systems. Mm. Second one is a new Mario to follow up Odyssey. Mm-hmm. but it'd have to be a fucking good one because odyssey was amazing but those are your two general system sellers yeah and then for me and you more likely the dark horse is splatoon 3 Ooh, yeah okay it probably won't happen that way because splatoon is still sort of like a weird niche you know like it's not like super mainstream but the people who know know for sure um so it wouldn't be like a hard system seller but i'd like to see that like a 4K, like super beautiful, like Unreal Engine 4 Splatoon 3, bro. I could get behind that. I'd be really hyped about that. Just like, especially with the colors in it as well. Like imagine that 4K. That's what I'm saying. Like in 4K HDR on Unreal Engine 4, where the lighting engine is super amazing. Mm. Like, could you imagine that? Yeah. A Splatoon that just is like the most beautiful Splatoon you ever saw. And because it's all, like you said, colorful like the saturation and stuff with hdr jeez love that i'd love i'd love to see more of that. I, I, I just hope that we see more splatoon 3 actually that's just a general point like i really hope we do see more of that i mean that that was on my list for sure to talk about but yeah more splatoon 3 bro oh so far all we saw was that original trailer like i want to see more like maybe some more weapons maybe some more about this new town that looks like a, a mishmash of like southeast asian cities because you know it's got all like the neon signs it looks like a hong kong but it also kind of looks like japan but it's like kowloon and like taiwan you know what i mean like it's like a lot of different places but it's got that strong like southeast asian vibe like just let us know more about the world because there's also all of that like destroyed dystopia outside that we saw from the trailer initially i reckon we'll get a new mode for one i think because i like, like with splatoon 3 i think like they need to add a bit more into it just like for the sake of it like i reckon they'll add a new mode in i don't know how good or what that mode is i think we'll get a new mode i reckon we'll get a release date for it as well and i reckon it would be spring 2022 i think latest of summer 2022 yeah like it's, it's gonna be some point in that like the mid part of 2022 yeah i, I think the absolute absolute latest and i don't want to say it winter 2022 which it honestly it's to me now that i've said it sounds slightly more realistic but i don't want it to i, I want to i'd rather have it early. i think i'd rather have it in spring but that's just because i want to play splatoon 3 that's not <laughs> and you know for a fact with when splatoon 3 does come out they're gonna be rolling out updates with it as well you're gonna have like uh splat fests you're gonna have all sorts of support for that game which i'm absolutely loving 
To be fair, I think you were right, though. I think they did say Splatoon 3 was supposed to come out early 2022, if I remember that uh, direct. Yeah, but they can always push it back as well. That's the thing. Like, there's always a chance of a delay. No, it just says 2022 from my notes on a previous episode where we did talk about that direct. So check out the Nintendo Direct episode that we did months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Is there anything else as well? Okay, here's here's another idea that I've had. I doubt it will happen because Nintendo just feel like they don't. I don't think they're going to support this. I love them if they did. Uh, so I want to see a mother game on the Switch. Ooh, okay, that would be good. But you're right. I don't. I don't know. But I'd love to see it in the art style of Link's Awakening slash Diamond and Pearl. I don't know about that one that that is definitely a wild card for sure in terms of like nintendo stuff i thought you was gonna say something like just as dark horse you know like oh f-zero or something but uh i I would love an f-zero i don't think i'd be as hyped for it but like um just having a a new mother game not not necessarily a new one just a remaster i reckon we'd get a remaster or or hd remake even you know what? It definitely pushed them systems. If it was a HD remake of Mother 3, fuck me. Mate, they'd go wild. I think that's the thing. Like, they've been talking about it. It's been a, it's a meme at this point. The fact that everyone just wants Mother 3. And Nintendo are like, mm, nah. <laughs> Every time, like... Have you ever seen the story of Mother 3, though? There's a, there's a clear reason why Nintendo ain't putting that out. I, I watched a full playthrough of that, of a really good fan translation jesus is it just dark eh, there's a lot of things in there that i'm like you can't they're not putting out they ain't putting out <laughs> but i think if they put out as a sort of like a great not, not great yeah i want it colorful I, if, if i'm gonna see this game i want to see it colorful <laughs> uh, and i want it in that fucking like I, I, i'm gonna say it again i want it in that Link's awakening style like i love i'd love to have that Mother, like the whole Mother series is so mad, but it's so good at the same time. I, I'd love to see Nintendo prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I would love to see it, but again, I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, it's a pie in the sky idea. I'd love to have something like that, but I don't think it will happen. Like, um, but, uh, I'd love to see. Uh, we won't get it either. I'd love to see a second Kid Icarus. Oh, interesting. I don't know much about that franchise. I haven't really played it. Um, I played the 3DS one. The 3DS one was really fun. That was a really fun game. Um, it, it was a bit awkward on the 3DS though because you kind of need a second joystick for it, and like you just didn't have it. It was just like kind of strange. Didn't you buy that attachment? I had that for Monster Hunter. You could buy the attachment. I think I think mine actually did come with the attachment itself. No, mine came with a stand. I bought like this this game, and like, it came with a stand for it. For my Wastando. Kudakos. But I don't think it will happen because Sakurai is working on. Uh, Smash Bros. right now, and like that—that uh, that game was created by Sora Limited. I want to throw something out here. Yeah, I was just looking at my Switch games. Do you think we might hear anything about a new Fire Emblem? I would love to hear that. I'd love to hear more about a new Fire Emblem, um, especially with the style they went with last time as well. Three Houses isn't supported anymore. Like they were done. They're done with that, as far as I know. So, do you think we could see a new one? I'd love to see a new one, to be fair. Because um, when did we like when we got Fire Emblem Awakening? I think it was three years later. We got uh, Fire Emblem Fates. So, I mean, when did Fire Emblem Three Houses came out in? 
God, two, 2018? Yeah, I think so. No, it came out in 2019. It came out in 2019. Here's a better question for you. Do you think it would be a remake or a completely new entry in the series? Because they've shown that they're doing remakes. They remade that other one. I forget which one it was. Oh, well, the, the original one, Shadow Dragon. No, that was, that was just that was just ported over. No, whatever it was. You know the one with the two protagonists, that male-female? Oh, uh, yeah, Fire Emblem Echoes. That was originally Fire Emblem Gaiden. That's, so there you go. There's, there's my hypothesis. There's my question to you. Do you think it would be a remake if we see a new Fire Emblem or a completely new Fire Emblem? Um, I'd be torn, you know. Um, I, reckon, I reckon they could remake a game. They've got so much. They got so much back catalog, which the West doesn't even have access to. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did bring something over. I'd love like just because like with Rory being in Smash Bros. I'd love them to bring over like a, well, just any Game Boy version of um, a Fire Emblem game, whether it be um, just I don't know what the like, I don't know what the normal Fire Emblem game was called in Japan. But there's like a, there's three games. There's basically Binding Blade. There's normal Fire Emblem, and then there's the Sacred Stones. Okay. Uh, any of those three, I'd love to see ported over to the Switch, like HD remake or something. But I would equally love a new, completely new Fire Emblem game. Like, because when we were talking about doing this episode, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, I feel like we could be due some sort of Fire Emblem something. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? And and Three Houses did. It's the best selling Fire Emblem game so far. Hey, I loved it. Um, I don't know whether we'd get anything uh this year or may even next year maybe but even just an announcement of that maybe they're working on something i don't know i I feel like for fire emblem fans that would be enough for now you know just to say hey we are doing it yeah but like it's too early to show you anything this yeah there's got so much back catalog there i think they could easily remake something um but yeah either way i'd be hyped um you know me yeah i know you would (laughs) (laughs) i was talking to a friend about this as well uh you're saying Mario Party, like Super Mario Party 2 would be an interesting one to go for. Like sort of just like a second Mario Party. I don't know if they would though, because they just released that update to finally make the first one exactly what people wanted. I don't know if they want to dilute the pool by saying, hey, we got a new one. Unless they do the same thing and they're like, oh, Super Mario Party 2. You still can't play online properly like the last one. You'll have to wait a couple of years for that. Nah, they, they they can't go back after that. The fact that they've made this game online, if they took that a little away again in the second one, I'd be like, what's the fuck? What the fuck's the point? <laughs> yeah, I think Mario Party'd be dead by that point. Not that it wasn't already dead until they brought out this patch. That's why I reckon that if they did bring out a second Mario Party, they would put more maps into it for one because Super Mario Party only has four maps on it. Okay. Yeah, compared to like the previous entries that you've had like about like five or six, maybe more. And then if, if they bring that out, add some DLC to it, basically make this game worth buying compared to Super Mario Party 1. I reckon that could be a good idea for them. That's just a thought anyway. It's as you said, they just released online for Mario Party. So it could be it could be a while off. They could just say, hey, we're making this, but it's gonna, not going to come out anytime soon. Maybe. But I feel like with Mario spin-off stuff, I feel like they just sort of throw a dart at a dartboard <laughs> filled with the different side stuff, you know, because it's like, oh, golf is coming out. So I don't feel like a Mario Party would come out yet. But like I, I said it to other friends before. I'd love to see a new Strikers, like a new Mario Football. Yeah, that that would bring the hype. That was a really fun game. 
I don't think it will happen. And like one of my friends was like, oh, like a, another Mario basketball game would be cool because he liked that. But I don't see these things happening because the last time we saw any of those, they were all smashed into one 3DS like collection thing. So I'm, I don't have too much hope that they'd release a singular version of each of those, but I'd like to see it. Not just yet anyway. I think it's because they, last, what was the last game they released before? It was tennis before golf, weren't it? Yeah. Tennis was fun. Um, I reckon give it, uh, give it one and a half years, maybe. What you reckon they need to see how like golf sells and performs first. I think they just like ha- like to have a bit of space between their Mario like sports games. To be fair, fair enough. It just feels like uh, if they release any of those games quite close to each other, they might conflict sort of thing. Like they might people might not be invested in one of them because they're like, why would I buy this golf game when I can play a football game, which I know I'll enjoy more. Fair. That is a good point. Yeah, I feel just a bit of space between their sports games probably would do them better. I reckon there will be a strikers or a baseball coming soon because i love mario baseball i never played a mario baseball yeah i played that on the gamecube and that was really fun and the toadstool tour as well uh golf one in there. i'm looking forward to golf rush though super golf rush whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> i might wait and then like play it at your place or something and then make my decision um i don't think i'm gonna buy it personally not yet anyway um because really i'm just getting it to play like speed golf but i don't know how often we'd actually play that so yeah i think that's that's the main reason why i'm getting it just to play speed golf that's uh that looks fun and like there's a lot of uh, stuff that comes with it okay right before we end the episode before we close out mm-hmm. I, I just want to ask you what do you think is going to be nintendo's mic drop like there this is the end of our presentation what do you think it's going to be if it isn't the switch pro i think it's going to be breath of the wild 2 okay i think it's just more info on that i think breath of the wild one sold so well people are so excited for this next one i reckon it'll be that and there's more information on it like just revealing maybe some gameplay of it Oh, okay. You reckon gameplay trailer? Okay. I reckon, yeah. Uh, basically, just because like all we've seen of Breath of the Wild two is like this, like one minute, like sort of cutscene sort of thing. So I reckon if they're gonna do a mic drop, Breath of the Wild two with some gameplay. Interesting. What do you think? Okay, so I actually think something similar, but I'm also gonna throw final splash screen release date <gasps> or release window. Mm, yeah like you're gonna it's gonna do you know the whole like sizzle reel it's gonna be some cinematic it's gonna be some gameplay you know link's gonna be slashing stuff up and then it's gonna be one of those cool shots where maybe it does you know the um uh, spin move and then it's gonna slash across the screen and it's gonna go like fade to white and then all of a sudden something's just gonna pop up and it's gonna be like coming x date when do you think we'll get it uh let's see they've been working on it for a while we know that so they already did say we'll hear about it at e3 this year uh i reckon we'll uh, next year at the earliest i i couldn't tell you when next year because it really depends on what we see this year at e3 but yeah sometime next year i reckon maybe mid-year i reckon like uh autumn or fall 2022 yeah that sounds like a good because it's it's going to be a system pusher so like and it's one of their big releases so if it doesn't come out like early year then yeah you're right like end of next year probably after all this discussion i'm really hyped for e3 now so just because it feels like just talking about what could come out what's gonna happen i'm just interested to see like even though i'm not heavily invested in microsoft sony actually i'm a bit more invested in sony i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) uh like i'm just very excited to see what's gonna come out in general 
and who knows we might after e3 we might end up doing a reactions or a review kind of episode who knows yeah but for sure we're both gonna be keeping an eye out on what's coming and 100 percent. yeah just you know the typical thanks for listening nice one cool see you guys bye guys